but first. There's a new tenant union in town, just about a month old, and already getting some good results. With us to talk about their union is Amanda Potter, owner of Stumptown Steno, wife and mother of two cute kids, and Reverend Chris Hyde of Hillsdale Community Church. Chris has his own podcast, too, called The Progressive Soul. Check it out. And Jean Favini is part of that tenant union as well. And she's a retired marketing and advertising executive. And we have it on good authority that she's the best grandma ever. So tell us a bit about Chestnut Court, your apartment complex. Well, Chestnut Court is a small little um, apartment complex in southeast Portland, inner southeast. And there's, what, 15, 16 units that are here? Something like that? 13. 13. Okay, I, I overestimated. 13, Thank you. and one has our uh, property manager in it, so yes. we only consider it 12. But it, it is a great little community, and it's a very diverse community. This is a community that is made up of tenants, really, of all ages. We have people in their 20s on up to 70s, for sure. Do we have 80s? I think we might. We might. We might. Okay, so we've yeah, got yeah, yeah. we've got all ages here, and it's diverse. There's single people, there's married couples, there's members of the LGBT community. It is just a great community, and it's really become a community that is important to the tenants. We have become a community together with one another. We have barbecues together. Um, we we celebrate holidays together sometimes. All sorts of things, and um, it's just become a very important home for all of us that live here. Yeah, I agree. And we'd like to stay. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a little background. It was built in 1971. Um, and this has been a, a place that has provided really good long-term tenancy for the people that have lived here over the years. There have been a lot of long-term tenants, um, people that have lived here upwards of 25 years. And so it's had a lot of stability in the community as well. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure that it was uh, their intention. You know, the place was built by Louis Inkster, nice man. And uh, he had kept rents low for 40 years. And increases were moderate. It was very affordable. I mean, these are modest apartments, but still they were very affordable. And so people moved in and they just stayed. And so we have become a really tight community here. People really uh, take care of their apartments and have a lot of pride in this complex. And so it's been one of those really unique apartment complexes or apartment communities here within the inner southeast area of Portland. Yeah, yeah we share babysitting duties. I have two young children and the neighbors have stepped up in my time of need to help take care of my kids when I've had babysitting conflicts. Yeah, we're, we're more than just neighbors. We're all friends here, and you don't see that very often anymore. That's very true. So, Jean, I want to ask you, what prompted you to form a tenants' union? Then? Well, like I said, you know, we've been here for a while, and with moderate and sporadic rent increases, and when Mr. Inkster got a little on in years, the ownership of the place passed over to his children, and rents immediately started going up. And up, and up, and up, and up. (laughs) And the last uh, notice that we got would have raised our rent four times in 15 months. And we, you know, you grumble about when you get a rate increase notice, but we did a little bit more than grumbling this time. And, uh, you know, these increases were not commensurate with the kind of salary increases anybody was seeing. And it was really getting to be painful. 
and some people left. And uh, so in conjunction with the rent increases, we were having difficulty getting maintenance requests taken care of and those sorts of things. And so we wanted to know what our options were, knowing that the city does not provide a lot of protection for tenants. We wanted to know what we might do. And so we reached out to Portland Tenants United. They helped us and they moved us in the direction of forming a tenants union. And we did that in in a matter of four days. I mean, it's been a month now, but with everybody was so enthusiastic to sign on. And we have virtually every tenant is a part of the union. And everybody was just, you know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, right from the very beginning. So it's a good thing. And I think that buy-in really says a lot about the tenants here. Um, Number one, about the quality and that we all care about where we live, but also about the need, because I think it was not just one particular tenant that was having issues with not getting repairs done, issues with management, all of that. It was everybody. And so no wonder everybody stepped up and said, yeah, we're in. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, that it says a lot about the need for it here in the Portland area and in other places, too, that we saw the writing on the wall because we are watching communities around the Portland area disintegrate. And we don't want to have that happen to our community here, to our apartments. So it says something about the people that live here in Chestnut Court, but it says a lot about the need for rent control and protections for people who rent in the city because we recognize that there's a problem and we knew that we were going to have that problem in the near future. Yes. Right. So thanks, Amanda, for telling us about why this union is so important to you. How's this going so far, Chris? Well, you know, I think it's gone very, very well. Um, One of the things that really prompted us to get this going was this last rental increase that we were given notice of. And we were not given the appropriate 90 days notice that is required by law. And so um, that was one of the things that got it going. And we stood up as a union and said, no, you can't do this um, to our landlords. And so they backed down and they realized that they were in violation of the law and they adjusted it. And so we were able to save some money for several months. Um, Another thing is that we have suddenly gotten some amazing interest by the uh, landlords, the owners of the complex, who have, you know, now after neglect for so long, are suddenly extremely interested in uh, getting repairs taken care of and doing improvements and all of that. And so it's amazing how just forming this group, this union, has kind of spurred the owners on to kind of step up their game a little bit. And so that's been fantastic. Yeah, it's been an interesting experience, certainly having the landlord visit us now when uh, she hadn't really paid too much attention to us before. And so it's been interesting watching that transaction and that those conversations go on. She's not sure of everybody's name, some people she hasn't even met yet. And so watching her learn who we are and get to know us a little bit, it's been an interesting experience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was almost 10 years ago. In fact, it will be 10 years ago this Christmas that my family and I believe nine or 10 other families got evicted from our apartment complex in the middle of December. No cause eviction to boot. And all of us were on the streets, literally, trying to find housing because we did not have any protections. So 
what's so important right now is that we have organizations like PTU that have stepped up to help advocate for renters and that we have people that are coming into power in our local government that are going to advocate for us too because 10 years ago they found a loophole in the law that said they could kick everybody out with no cause and it was because they were going to put up condos and their idea of putting up a condo was kicking us out putting in stainless steel appliances putting some hardwood floors in and selling them for 10 times what they were worth so you know forming this union for me was so important because I've been on the receiving end of having no protections and it's really scary. There are people that live here at Chestnut Court who are on fixed incomes, people who are single parents, people with disabilities, and if their rent goes up and they get priced out, they're going to be in the same position my family was in 10 years ago. And so it's re- it was really important for me to be a part of this to help protect people so that they didn't feel so vulnerable like my family and I did 10 years ago when we went through this. Well, and since we've been here, we've already seen one um, retired woman that was on a fixed income, and when she got the increases, she was not able to stay here. Right. And we don't want to see that continue to happen. It's horrible that people get to that point in life where they're on a fixed income and up in years, and they're being forced out of the homes that they've lived in for years and years and years. Yeah, And, and, you know, keep in mind, again, this place is 45 years old, so it has to have been paid off for a while now and you know these are modest departments they haven't given us big upgrades or you know they haven't spent money here really but they are insistent you know every conversation includes the rents are going up the rents are going up the rents are going up and the landlords just make no bones about that you know she'll say on one hand well I understand how hard it is for tenants here and I understand and then two seconds later it's eh, but the rents are going up the rents are going up the rents are going up and they use that bogus you know market value number which moves and which landlords settle on their own so it's a meaningless thing it's just about they want more money you know their dad ran this place like I said for 40 years without hurting anybody without preying on people and trying to suck every last dollar out of their wallets and that's changed now Yeah, and I think about the ladies that live next door to me. We're talking about two elderly women. One has heart problems, one is on oxygen. And you talk about market value. Well, the market value might be going up, but these women aren't going to be getting any more money. They're living on fixed incomes. So literally, these women are going to get priced out of their homes, and they're elderly. There is a breakdown here. Mm -hmm. And so forming the union is about addressing that breakdown and trying to protect people. Yeah, at least until our elected officials do something yes. to pr- to protect us here in the city and uh, and downstate. So until that magic moment when our elected officials yeah. give us what we ask for and what we need, what do you ha- uh, do? You have any advice to give to others who might want to form their own tenant union? Well, I think first of all, contact Portland Tenants United. They are a really wonderful resource. They know the law. They have connections and resources, and not to mention they're really wonderful people who are out for the best interest of renters in Portland. They've got no motive. They've got no dog in the fight but to help people get what they deserve, which is a safe and affordable place to live. We could not have done this without them. And there's no place else in town that I could find that gives renters this kind of assistance. So this is what enabled us. You know, we met on, what, Halloween? And by <laughs> or, and by uh, November 1st, we were uh, delivering uh, messages to, you know, we had delivered on notice to the, uh, to the landlords. So there was no way 
I'm not sure it was that quick. It was four days. There was no way that we could have done this, you know, just over a weekend without help from PTU. And I'm telling you, if we can do this, anybody can do this. It is not difficult. You, you know, PTU will help you talk to your neighbors if that's necessary. They will help you draw up any notifications. They will tell you what to expect because, you know, it's not all cheerful and happy and friendly, but it's not difficult. And, and it's important. It's important to spend the time to do it. And I think just in terms of getting it off the ground, I mean, it took Jean and Amanda getting this whole thing off the ground and them going to each of the people in our complex and beginning to have a conversation. And it starts with conversations. And just talk to your neighbors, band together, and decide that you're going to work together rather than separately, and then go to PTU, and all the resources are there. Well, and of course, it's important to contact your local representatives to have a voice. The people who are in our government right now need to know the plight that the Portland renters are under. And so write letters, make phone calls, send emails, be loud. There's no reason that we cannot have a voice in our own lives, in our own homes. So contact PTU and contact your representatives. Here, here. Well, thanks, Amanda, Chris, and Jean. I'd like to just add one thing to what Chris had said there about organizing your neighbors and then calling PTU. Possibly in a different order, you could um, contact PTU and we can also help facilitate that meeting with your neighbors and canvassing your apartment complex because that can be a tricky thing if you've never done that before. So I'd like to call your attention, oh dear listener, to the Chestnut Court Tenants Union and their website. You can contact them there, chestnutcourttenantsunion.org, and they'll be carrying this renter radio podcast there as well. This program is being brought to you by Portland Tenants United. We are your advocates fighting for a rent freeze and a moratorium on no-cause evictions. Look for us on Facebook or email us at info at pdxtu.org. Or you can give us a call at 503-836-7881.